And welcome to your most favorite show of all time ever, Under the Radar, part of the Athletic Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Uh, with me, as always, <laughs> <laughs> the man with the new home, Ian Khan. It's true. I do have a new home. It's uh, it's, it's a nice thing. Yeah. What's up? And the clean-shaven Derek Arriba. It was long overdue, man. My face just feels so much better. You should have kept it going. Why not, right? I need to stick with it longer at some point, but there's a, a stage around week three or week four of a beard for me where it just feels terrible, and I'm sure you have to get to like week eight before it gets kind of comfortable again, and I, I always drop out in that four to eight week range. I see. Well, I you know, respect once that. You push past it, though, man. It's great. You can stroke it and look pensive. It's true. Nando, I think I've seen you without a beard a couple of times. Uh, last time <laughs> I went full shave was my wedding. Oh, then maybe not. But I, I like to trim it. What I did, I used to like to trim it tight. Because, um, you know, I like the scruff. I just like how it feels. I don't like my face being like totally whatever, exposed. Mm-hmm. But uh, like it was irritating my wife and then obviously irritating the baby. So uh, now I'm full and soft. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm From when <laughs> I shaved my head on my birthday, which was two weeks ago to today, because today is my son's birthday, who was born hey. two weeks after mine. Yes. Very good. And happy birthday to you this week, Nando Diffino, my man. Thanks very much. Um, Thanks to one of you for showing up for the Zoom call. You know, I, I, I have the surprise, say, my, surprise Zoom call. My, my feelings will hurt, DVR. I gotta say, I don't know why I didn't make that cut. You weren't invited. I wasn't. Oh, I'm sorry, man. That was. You know what? I got tied in from Jake. So. Oh, okay. Okay. So Fair enough. The blame on, in this case does fall on Jakey Jakey. I like it. That's fun. I like to. I like to have something on Jakey Jakey. That guy. Yeah, you know, it was very oh, good at fantasy sports. But no, I was. I was left out. Yeah. He, <laughs> he does. He pulls the needle. But um, no, I didn't make that cut. So yeah, I. I saw that. It made me very. Made me feel very un, uh, unhappy. But now we're doing an eleven o'clock at night. Or eleven twenty at night at this point. Well, Ian had a story before we recorded that we can't tell on air, so it's been those a good no, seventeen minutes. Sounds story. so salacious. No, that it's not salacious. Sense. It's a great, heartfelt, wonderful story. Yeah, it's it's yeah. just not it's not under the radar story. It's just amongst friends story. Um, but uh, yeah, so this is a this is our happy hour show that Nando has been waiting on. <laughs> this is after hours. This, this is, is Ian after well hours. After hours. <laughs> the, that clinging you hear in the background is Ian. Yeah. Listen, this is that salty dog that that. I told you about, remember, with the grapefruit oh, uh, juice? All right, nice. Now, what I got going, see, is I got a little bit of orange juice going in this, too, which is even better. I'm kind of really digging it. We are out of mixers here in the Defino household. So, I'm either drinking straight. I got drunk on my birthday, like out of control drunk, like bed spins at 8 o'clock drunk. See, uh, man. <laughs> bed spins. It was worth it. Was it? Oh, yeah, 100%, oh, no. man. Bed it spins? No, it's, it's, not, nah. it's not a good... Endgame suck. Oh, I was I was up and at him again at like ten o'clock. Well, full recovery. Oh, right. okay. Every year I watch I watch the constant that lost episode and the white tulip the fringe episode. Just it's a stupid little tradition what? that I have. Wait, what? What do you watch? There's a lost episode called the constant. Of, of the lost, a lost, lost. Yeah, lost what? that TV show. I so I willed myself back up. I auditioned uh, for that show. I auditioned for that show for the pilot to play one of the guys and they didn't give you anything. They just said, here, this is uh read these lines. I was like, well, what is it? And they were like, nothing, just read these lines. <laughs> and I was like, well, no, I don't know how to do that. So, um, I mean, I did it, but like I did it poorly. I was oh. like, what's the show called? What's the show called? They said, it's called lost. I was like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. 
Whose lines were you reading? Did you know who's you were reading? I think it was the lead dude. I think it was the guy from Party of Five. Jack. You would have been a good Jack, actually. Nah, that that. guy. Nah. I'll give you another example since it's, you know, con after dark. I auditioned for Modern Family twice. They brought me in a second time. Were you going to be Phil Dunphy? Yes. (laughs) I'll tell you. Yes. What? So I auditioned. (laughs) I I did. I auditioned to play Phil Dunphy. Ah, all right. Um, I auditioned to play Phil Dunphy two times and I was like, fine. It was like, Hey bud, you know, it was that scene in the, in the pilot where he's talking to his son and kid gets hit in the face with the baseball. Um, and so like I did it and I was like, Oh, I'm pretty good. I think I'm pretty good. Like I even got a call back for it. And then I watched the guy do it and I was like, that guy is so much better. Like I don't suffer that affliction of seeing another actor play a part that I auditioned for and think that I'm better. I, I don't think I've ever thought that. I'm always like, yeah, that, that was a better choice. You'd have been good on Game of Thrones. Yeah, that that yeah. that would have been good. I would do that. That would have been fun. Yeah. We were doing that at the same time as Turn. By the way, oh, so actually, that would have been tough. I'm gonna, I actually I'm going to give you guys. I'm going to give you guys the needle for a minute. You're telling me that after a year, over over a year of doing ah. this show, both y'all, and this is what you said in April. Oh yeah, you know, oh, it's a combination of both of you. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, come on. Yeah, and I mean, you know, baseball. I'm like, yeah, all right, baseball. I totally get that. You know, when the season's over, we're gonna, I'm gonna have to watch turn. I had no excuse then. Yeah, I totally get that. That's fine. <laughs> then we get to January. Oh, you know, it's, you know the holidays, the holidays. So you know, I, I'll get to it. You know, for spring training. You know, okay. Well, now there ain't no baseball. There ain't no holidays. Y'all just don't want to watch it. I get it now. It's pretty clear. Oh, come on, man. Hey, I was, a, on, I got man. a master's in history, man. I love this stuff. You would actually like it. It's pretty good. I, I like Joy Reid, uh, you know, Theodore Rex, and American Brutus. Like, I'm, I'm of oh, course, I want to see like Turn, it. man. Yeah, I, I know. like it. My, I know. my real estate lawyer, I, I watched the show. He's, like, obsessed. He would text me after every episode. I'd be like, dude, come on, man. Just close the house. <laughs> no, <laughs> but he did. I, no, but I oh, like man. this guy. He, this guy, Russell Fair is his name. So I'm going to give this a plug for you. Russell Fair in Westchester he got all these offers of different real estate brokers, uh, real, real estate lawyers. And I, I like talked to three of them and like two of them were like, Hey, it's going to be great. We're going to like totally work this. And this guy was like, hello, Ian, how are you? Nice to meet you. I was like, this is the guy. If this guy's in business and he talks like this, he must be good. And that's what you want in a real estate lawyer. Like, you don't, you know, but it turns out he's become like a bud. Like, you know, f- deals all finally closed today. I was like, ah, that's the last time I'm going to talk to Russell Fair. I was like, I'll call him just to, you know, just to hang out. I like well, We him. should have him on the show. Nah. All right. nah. We should no, have Michael we'll Beller on the show. Talk about his $27 Dansby Swanson. Oh, thank you for segueing uh, yourself. Into going back on the rails. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey, is your freaking, and I said freaking because I don't want DVR to have to edit it. It's your freaking idea to be doing this at 11 o'clock at night. This, well, these two gentlemen uh, agreed to do it because, well, I brought it up. I said, like, I got some stuff going on tomorrow with conflicting baby watching and my wife serious meetings yeah. and my kind of jokey meetings. But they're also very serious. Uh, and then DVR is like, well, you know, also it would be better for me. And Ian's like, I'm just going to get drunk and let's do it. So yeah. it worked out. It worked out. It's also Nando's birthday. And I felt badly because because Jake didn't invite me to your uh, Zoom party. Uh, so well, you know what? Bad. For you, to, like for me, it was awesome because I got to see yeah. a bunch of people. Uh, a lot I haven't seen in a while. Um, but for anyone else, it must have just been like, I'm sitting here looking at a screen of people I don't know. 
Yeah, but you know so, what? There's something nice in this day and age of having moments with people of joy where you say, or even like sorrow. Like I've been to a couple of, you know, funerals for God's sakes. And they're, they're you're all over the place, man. What is it's, 11, it's 1130 at night, bro. <laughs> this is the best idea we ever had, DVR. <laughs> it really is. Ian's usually the one who doesn't want to do it. No, but listen, listen, we don't have that much baseball to talk about. I'm excited to talk about the baseball that we do have. But, you know, it's kind of, there's something nice about that, about celebrating, you know, being in joy with friends of yours and people you care about. And I care about you. You're the godfather, man. No, man stop it. Uh, you know, yeah. it's thank you, but you're not. Uh, anyway, on this show today, <laughs> we're going to get into the draft, the auction that Ian uh, just uh, alluded to. National League only, the, the capper. Triple crown. Yeah, triple crown. DVR, congratulations. DVR. Come Raising on, man. $5,000 for charity. Dude, I never do this on the show. I'm sorry. I've got to start doing this more. DVR, man. Come on, man. He came off. He comes off beautifully because he gave us all like a lot of fun, a lot, lot of you know, great competition with some of the best players in, in the world and raised money for a really worthy cause at this time. So he's using his time. He's busy, man. That dude's busy all the time. But he's using that other time. To help bring something positive. That's what we need. I owe you money still, Ian. Yeah. You never told me how much I have to pay, PayPal. It's $100, bro. Oh, you, you knew just, how much it was. You got me into a five and a half hour draft <laughs> and 100 bucks. <laughs> That's why I covered it. I was like, I was like, I, I was like, I'll just cover it. And Derek's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, I'm going to cover it. Because I'm just going to about it. Just, no, I would, I would never. It's no. a charity. <laughs> It's true. It's good. 100 bucks, wanna... 100 bucks a league? Each of these guys are paying 300 bucks. No, but see, DVR had to tell them, DVR. So I set it up where each team was responsible for $100 per owner. So if you wanted to do all three by yourself, Uh, it was just 100 bucks for all three. Uh, If you wanted to give more, of course, you could give more. Some people chose to do that. And it was basically a way of saying, hey, if you want to have co-owners, it will cost you more donations. So That was not absolutely clear to me at the time. <laughs> it was written clearly. It just wasn't maybe, read maybe. clearly. Apparently not. Apparently it was read at 1120. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was. No. Uh, no, but it was great. And Brett Sayre took, um, you know, your, your AL only team in retrospect. It's all about Aaron Judge for you, dude. If Aaron Judge does not play starting in July, if we're lucky enough to have a baseball season in July, your draft stinks. If Aaron Judge nice. played, if Aaron Judge plays, you're king. It's a really good draft. But it's going to come down to that, that $30 player, you know? That, yeah, that was very backhanded. Uh, I'll take it. It's true. If I mean, does, Judge, it all comes down to that. It it kind of does because I don't I mean, what would be the price where it wouldn't come down to like 18, 19 dollars? No, like 27. You could get 27 you think, to but 30. But if he's not yeah. going to play until September. The smaller I mean, rosters I think even even though it's really hard to replace an elite player in a mono league, I think you can waste at least ten percent of your budget, but probably fifteen to twenty percent, and still be well, competitive. The rest of his draft is win. solid, man. His dra- the rest of his draft is even more than solid. It's only is only the Aaron Judge that you know. I go, mm, just don't know about that one because well, I, let's I, pick I, a, I, pick a team at random. Uh, Pianowski, let's do Scott Pianowski's team. All right. Uh, he's got a $42 Freddie Freeman. He's got a $34 Chris Bryant, a $21 Adam Eaton, and mm. $24 Kyle Hendricks, $24 Zach Wheeler, and a $20 Denilson Lamette. So let's just take away his second most expensive player. Take away Chris Bryant. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's still Freeman, Adam Frazier, Freddie Galvis, Eric, well, Eric Thames, Eaton, Mike <laughs> Estrella. He's got a weird team, man. What's going on here? <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> hold on, I gotta pull it up. He still has Freddie Freeman. He does forty four dollar Freddie Freeman DVR. Forty two. I'm forty two. I'm fine 44. with with that team. I, I think he's got a lot of high volume playing time guys. I mean, look look up and down that team. Like Thames for six bucks. He's a big side platoon first baseman. We kind of know what Is he, he can do. Do you think? Do you think he gets team? all those at bats? Yeah. Oh, if yeah. I, I put that at a minimum, actually. I don't think. I just don't trust that. They, the they, they've got a lot of right-handed infielders, though. Like the way that team's built, they've got uh, Ryan Zimmerman back. They've got Howie Kendrick, who can play over there. Yeah. Uh, Starling Castro could play a little first base for the first time if they move things around with Key Boom. Like they, they've got enough yeah, guys so. that could take away that playing time. And Thames, I don't know. I don't think he ever showed enough against lefties to to push it. Like on a team that didn't care, you could definitely do it. But they care. They want to defend that title. <laughs> True. Yeah, but you know what? I remember uh, I wrote a column, and not about me, but I think it was in July. There's a guy in the minor leagues for the Washington Nationals who's like a pet of mine, like a pet project, like a dude who I love, who I discovered, who has like this crazy power. He's like a 32-year-old Cuban, um, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But I remember writing like, oh, you know, the Nationals are going to be out of it, so they can trade Adam Eaton, and that'll open up room for this guy to come up. Um, and he never did. Uh, I'm gonna look. I can look his name up, but I mean, like the Nationals could just as easily collapse if they didn't go on that run last year. You, you know, like Hank, I I, I look like a fool because remember I was calling Dave Martinez the locks. I do remember that. I remember it too. Good call by Con. What's, what's their triple? They're they're not Potomac. What's their AAA team? Uh, Are they, they not Reno? They they, they became way out a West, West right? Coast one at one. Yeah, they, they they lost the musical chairs. So like the affiliations change. And there's always one affiliate that nobody wants, and then that one ends up being the oddest pairing. And I think they just switched to something Albuquerque or something. Uh, I'll find it. Yeah, Sacramento Rivercats. There it is. Really? Yeah, yeah. it sucks. That's yeah. I'm gonna give you this guy's name. You're gonna look him up and you're like, "Holy crap! How, right. how are a million people not talking about this guy?" Right. Oh no, wait, the Fresno Grizzlies. Fresno, that's right. Same thing. All right, hold on. I got a 404 error on the Milb page. Oh, you don't want 404 errors. You don't want 404 errors. Yeah, I know. All right, anyway. You want 414 errors, but not 404 errors. What is the 414 error? That's a Milwaukee error. (laughs) I'm looking at DVR's team while you're looking up Fresno. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I like the... I like the Matt Carpenter eleven dollars. We talked about that last week, about especially with the DH. I was wondering if that factored into your conversa- into your bidding that night. Did it? Yeah, as a guy that, if they have universal DH, becomes yeah. a lot more stable. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, he could just hit enough and keep most of the playing time at third base, but he's reached a point in his career where it's not guaranteed anymore. Like he definitely yeah. is Big running contract. out of time. Yeah, it's just. Tommy Edmond can move around to accommodate Carpenter if needed, but with Goldschmidt there, that kind of put Matt Carpenter on notice a year ago. Uh, but for 11 bucks, I felt like that was, that was like a fair it. price. I, I think it's a great price. I think that could return. You know, Carpenter's one of those guys that is really, really good and then struggles and struggles, but then comes back and has like ridiculous halves. I think it was, what was it? it wasn't 19, it was 18. His first, was it his first or second half DVR where he just went, he carried teams. I think I it was remember. the second half because second he, half. his yeah, stat cast right. numbers were really good. And it was one of those rebounds that a lot of people were just all over. And I, 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 traded and thought, he, I thought he was Dynasty done. Leagues. I, I, I just thought he was, I thought he was done. I thought he was hurt. But wait, 
but, but in the second half, I mean, I think he had like 23 home runs. Oh, he went, he went crazy because he finished with good numbers. Like he right. had a ton of so ready. He had a lot of value the next year, and I moved him in a dynasty league that that offseason. Yeah. And it was like, that's when you move him. Last year, he was actually banged up because the exit velocity dropped almost two and a half miles per hour. Barrel rate was way down. Nothing looked right. Like So basically, last season was what I thought was happening to him in the first half of 2018, even though the underlying numbers then were still good. Last but then year, doesn't it suggest to you that... But so that's why I like the $11. Because it, it, he could, Matt Carpenter is like a zombie fantasy baseball player. He's like a zombie baseball player. Because like he looks dead, and then all of a sudden he'll just come back to life. And for 11 bucks. I think he might do it, especially with the situation with the DH. So I was I was excited about that. I just don't know what to do with Andrew McCutcheon at twenty one dollars. I mean, I just don't I don't know what he's what he provides now. So I mean, here's how do you think of him? I, there's kind of a common theme with a few of the players that I bought. I think with McCutcheon and David Peralta and Matt Carpenter, those are guys who should be in the lineup a lot. 80-90% of the time, which carries a lot of weight in a deep league like this. And they're going to be in prominent spots in the batting order for their respective teams. So you're getting a lot of juice in runs and RBIs. I like that. With Kutch and Peralta, they're really high batting average floor guys as well. Uh, so they're a little bit undervalued to me because of their contributions in that category as well. I thought you probably could have seen them go... 24 or $25 if they'd come out a little earlier. They were kind of some of the last high-volume outfielders at the time, and this auction flowed more logically where people were spending a lot early, and they weren't overspending to make up and kind of just deal with the fact that they had too much money late. Uh, mm -hmm. But it, it just fell into place in the middle where they were easily the best all-around players I could get for my money at that time. So they fit really nicely with the core that I put together. Oh, I had a question for DVR. Please. Uh, like, I, sorry, I was I was looking up the guy's name, which I got, and I'll reveal in a second. But uh, I noticed you have Luis uh, Urias on your team, and that's I don't know if you guys. Sorry, I was tuned out for a minute. Uh, that's like a name you've mentioned pretty much every other episode here, DVR. Like, this is is this like your all in guy? You got him for seven bucks. Yeah, I, I think it's it's one of those things because he's he's cheap, so he's really easy to get everywhere. You know, it's not a it's not a very risky bet if playing time isn't there if he were to be sent off the active roster to the taxi squad or triple a yeah. or whatever that is like yeah. it doesn't break me but he got to more power last year hit the ball in the air a lot more often he's still young he's always had the good hit tool he walks he can play probably three different infield spots he doesn't I, run though at all he he runs a little he's seven for nine at triple a last year yeah but in 215 at bats in the majors he had zero stolen bases zero yeah it's i mean i i don't know i mean it's i, I look james anderson ding, ding has been lewis urius on me for years right and i trust james as much as anybody um so i've always sort of bought in but i i feel a little bit like he's he's just sort of uh like Nicky Lopez, who is, by the way, killing me in OOTP. I don't even want to talk about Nicky Lopez. <laughs> oh, we got to get into how many triples? How many triples Nicky Lopez decides to hit in in my division games with against him? But Luis Arias, it's like he's like the kid whose bat, like you know, the, the guy throws too hard, so the bat comes out of his hand. I could be wrong, but that's where I'm at with Luis Arias right now. I don't well, have he was, that much belief. But he seven was seven. Bucks. He was seven. Profar was eight. Just for some context, he was seven. Profar was eight. I would uh, take Dubo Profar. Dubon was 10. 
You've been That's, on Dubon so much, man. I love him. He's I I, good for one. Michael Beller. I love him. <laughs> he does. He loves I, Dubon. Yeah, I will not. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't mind attaching myself to Dubon. No, listen. I, okay, so wait. Now we actually. I'll take Profar. You take Dubon, and you take Urias, and let's see. I'll put a dollar down on who gets the most dollar value out of them. All right, I'd be good with Shall that. Should we do it? Yeah, most. If you guys value. are cool with me getting the more expensive player, which. It might have just been a function of the auction, him being yeah. more expensive. Of course. No, no, no. It's all, it's the same. It's picked in the same round. It's Do you want to put down, Cano uh, is 12. You want to put down Steve G for $12? No, 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 no. I right. take Cano over it now because I take, that's a whole different category for me. I take Cano uh, over Let, let Steve guys. G have Cano because Cano might get hurt again. No. They got a crowd. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. All right. Steve G. No, Steve. You don't well, get Cano. It's Steve no. Gizul. That one of them, neither right. of them get him. All right, no, fine. Ain't no Cano. No, it's Urias Dubon, and you know who I think is going to win? Dubon. I think I think Nando's going to win this bet. I do actually. Playing time probably yeah. favors Nando over me at yeah. least for sure. But also me. Maybe I'm just being you know colored by the whole OOTP and Profar just being nothing for you there. Profar, what do you mean? The, he's, Profar's not bad, right? He just has like one he's, home run through June. He's got like an OPS plus of 92. Uh, this is nine. I don't I'm think this would have happened if he would have traded. Like, I, I feel like Profar's cursed. It's like the game somehow knew it DVR. Wait, yeah, what about when Will Myers this week, when DVR sent us that text about hey, anyone want to trade for Will Myers? <laughs> <laughs> Will Myers hates DVR. <laughs> Will Myers, I'm very unhappy. I feel I should be in the starting lineup. If I'm not going to be in the starting lineup, I, I believe I should be traded. It's like, who wants to take him? It's like, this clown emails Ooh. me. Oh, oh, hey, you're Ooh. the one who has to edit this. Hey, now. He emails me. He's <laughs> almost a full win below a replacement level player <laughs> in the 52 games that I've put his carcass in off the bench mostly. He has one home run this season, and he has the nerve. To email me and demand more playing time. What he's making, he only has fifty nine at bats. DBR. He's making twenty it's million dollars. Your fault. He's got a, he's got hundred and sixty plate appearances so far. Does he really? I thought oh, he. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I thought he yeah. had less. Now you got to update your file. Like One eighty seven, right? One ninety four, two sixty nine, two seventy one. All right. So because the, the new simulation just went, but I think last week he was like one eighty nine. Yeah. Who so he's you out of heater for nothing. You can't get a thing. Well, how many more? Well, how about Chris Davis? Can't get a thing. He's a similar player because uh, he signed through 2023. Maybe someone will yes. give you some money. Uh, well, you'd have to give someone. You'd have some to money. give you. I mean, I was thinking I'll, I'll offer you, but you'd have to give me like sixty million dollars. You know, I mean, you'd have to pay like three quarters of his salary for the next three years. I'll take him. I would rather just DFA him for the satisfaction yeah, of releasing him. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, so I didn't download the sim ran today, but the last one, cause I'm working on a story and I'm just going off the numbers that I already started with, uh, DVR went nine and one in his last Ooh, 10. Really? I think you're on, what are you on a four game winning streak within that too? Like he's surged. I'm back. Uh, oh, you fell back again? No, I'm back. I'm, I'm back in contention. It was pretty impressive. Who are your star? Has Lamette turned it around? Because he was sucking for a while, right? It's got to be Garrett Richards that's doing this. Lamette's got a fire emoji. He's turned it around. Uh, nice. Garrett Richards, I believe, is... Has to be good. Is he on the IL in this league, or is that the other one that I'm, I'm running? That's the problem with having two Sims going at once, guys. You just yeah. get them crossed up a little bit. Um, oh, are you the Padres in both? No, I made a trade with the Padres in one, though. 
And you got Richards? Yeah, I traded for Garrett Richards as the Brewers. I I thought that was a good trade for them because in that sim, they were off to a pretty bad start, just like they were in in our sim, and they put Richards on the block, so I went ahead and traded for him because I thought he was a pretty big upgrade. I like Garrett Richards in 2020 fantasy baseball. Yeah, nice. I like Garrett Richards. I like Garrett Richards. Nice value, I think. This year. He used to be one of those guys who benefits from not a lot of innings. Yeah, I think so, and I think he can let it loose. And he, what, what did he go for in the NL? Oh, he's got a bicep strain in the sim. That That's what it was. <laughs> Day-to-day. <laughs> Outrageous. Uh, Richards, six, oh, six bucks for Garrett Richards? Yeah. I'm telling you, man. He's going oh, for and this, this team got a $9 Chris Archer. Who, oh, what team cool, is it? Colton, Colton the Wolfman. Oh, oh, well, there you go. There you go. You know, those, uh, straight up, can't those be boys, they can be I Sorry, I've beaten them, so it can be beaten. <laughs> it's funny in you fact, say that in, in such fact, an affected voice. No, no, no. It's nothing affected about it. Well, well, well you know, I beat them. Well, no. Glenn, I mean, I've never been beaten by Glenn and, and Rick. I think they're geniuses. They're, you know, we were talking about, like, who should go on the um, Hall of Fame or the Mount Rushmore of Fantasy Baseball. I have to tell you, I was thinking of those guys. You know, you were... Talking about you know Matthew Barry and all these other guys, I was like, yeah, kind of Rick and Glenn belong up there. It's probably just as one, but those two belong up there. I mean, they're they're the best, but you know, well, you could do like one of those things they used to have in the mall. They can be beaten. You can ask Glenn. They can be beaten. Yeah, they can be beaten. I'm so sorry, I misspoke, sir. <laughs> no, <it's laughs> right. I, I'm just I, listen. They put together very good fantasy teams. They the they're they're the best, probably the best in the game. I would have to say they're probably the best. They're very disciplined. Yeah, they're they're, so yeah. For, Dude, for a duo, so good. for a duo, that's yeah. No, but also, they're perfect. Like they work together in tandem. They work hard. They they and, and they they're chesty too. Yeah, that's why I don't mind like throwing a little shade at Glenn at all because Glenn just throws shade at everybody. He's like, I kick your ass. I kick your ass. I kick your ass every single time. He does it. He deserves it too. Dude, he's great. one of the world's greatest attorneys, which I find pretty cool. Yeah, he's a he's but I, would you like I, to contest? Oh, he's lost though a couple times, you know. <laughs> he has lost. I mean, GDD. No, I meant as a, I meant as a lawyer. As a lawyer, yeah, probably. He's so yeah. good though. Those guys are so good. Even they've got the twelve dollar canoe. See, I would have taken that. Uh, I wanted Brett. Yeah, but then you would have had Cano. to take five dollars off. Well, you have Profars. You would have to take four dollars off somewhere else. I don't care. I would take twelve. I like. I in fact, you know. I called, uh, I didn't call Brett because you gave me such crap about it last week. So I just texted him. I was like, you're doing great. Keep it up. You know, <laughs> Wait, you were really going to do it. If I didn't yeah. give you crap, you were going to call him in the middle of it and be like, probably hey. I would have been like, well, the, and the guy I wanted him to get hey, was Sam Hilliard. Minimal. Sam Hilliard's only seven. Um, but, but when Cano, when, when Glenn got Cano, I texted him and I said, if I'm in this, if I'm in this auction, you are not getting Cano for that price. And he just sent me like a diabolical smile. Dude's very good. <laughs> I'm gonna have to talk to Brett. I'm like, oh, we should start a club. Sarah, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Now, Sarah's. Hey, I want to tell you. So on Sarah's team, he and I are doing this dynasty league together, right? We got to round 38. We went all prospects. I talked about that like two weeks ago. I kind of like listed it. Um, but so in round 38, he's like, "Who do you want?" So pretty much we go one to one. Like he picks a guy and I pick a guy. And I was like, "Dude, I want Lewis Brinson." Yes, he's still there, and I want him. And he was like, "Okay, let's do Princeton." I was like, "Awesome!" I didn't even tell you that now, though. Like, I, I like, no. I was like, I was holding out, and I wanted him like the round before, but there was somebody like we needed a pitcher or something. Um, and then, so in the NL, 
Brinson comes up and Brett gets him for five bucks. So I was happy about that. Let's take a quick look across this utility line. I think these are some interesting players for, for the utility spots. Uh, there's a $2 Key Brian Hayes. There's a $1 Ryan Maltavia. There's a $4 Chris Taylor. There's an $8 Howie Kendrick. The $5 Lewis Brinson that was just mentioned. $4 Cespedes. Uh, $3 Kiki Hernandez. $1 Josh Rojas. $1 Steven Souza. $1 David Boat. $4 Jake Lamb. $4 Jay Bruce. $1 Tyler Flowers. Uh, $4 for uh, Aristides Aquino. And $5 for Garrett Cooper. That's an interesting line of utility players. I, I think Steven Souza and Josh Rojas right in the middle are, are two that stick out. I mean, obviously, all the people who are my most favorite players ever on this list, there are three of them, but that wasn't why I called them all out. Uh, but I think Josh Rojas for a buck with a ton of power potential. And Steven Souza, if he can just, I mean, stay healthy in what will be a shortened <laughs> season for a buck, could be game yeah. changers. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. DVR? I think Souza, if you look at the Cubs and say, what would they do with the universal DH? They'd probably take Kyle Schwarber out of left field and let him DH a lot. But then Steven Souza would probably be the biggest winner playing time-wise in the outfield because Ian Happ has to play a lot anyway. I don't think Albert Amora is ever going to hit. So see what Souza can do against righties. I mean, I think there is a path for him to be a bit more valuable than expected. Rojas is probably the more interesting player of the two just on a basic skills perspective. But I think his path to playing time, even with his versatility, is like one player more crowded by comparison. Like I like him yeah. a lot. I just think they've got a few redundancies right now with the way that team's built. Oh, the OOTP Good. Diamondbacks Good. have traded him away. We traded him away for Yusei Kikuchi. Yo, didn't Jake Lamb just like hit three home runs in a game the other day? Uh, yeah, in the in the sim, I, I looked at my email. I haven't reloaded the sim in the game yet, but he did. He had a crazy week. Like, he hit four-something with four home runs, I think. Not a man. What, how Jake did your team do fire. this week? How did your team do? Uh, two and three or three and four. I can't remember. One game under. Lost the, the West by two. Lost the series to the San Diego Padres. I know yeah, that it much. Did, actually. Yeah, very <laughs> Ooh. They got the dregs of our rotation. The needle. The needle. Actually, I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I think you had Bumgarner beat you, right? And then you I probably beat Mackenzie Gore. Oh, dude! Look at uh, that. You guys are close now. You're right, Nando. Holy smoke, Van yeah, Riper. My, my uh, Pythagorean is not good. I think we're plus one run differential. <laughs> differential. I want to see what's my plus. Where do you see that, man? Uh, go to standings and then expanded standings. Expand- I'm looking at it. Okay. Didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Ah, ooh, ooh, look at the White Sox and their run diff. Not too shabby. Actually, the best in the division by far. Uh, I'm a house of cards. I don't think the Diamondbacks. <laughs> Despite yeah, making the best great team. trades. The Astros are the best team, it seems. Oh, my bad. I misspoke. Profar has two home runs. It looks like he hit one against Chris Archer. <laughs> I'm so glad he hit it against you. <laughs> Come on! Come on! That's the best. Uh, this makes you think that the world's a simulation. All right. Oh, man. I mean, that's, that's, that's perfect, right? Like, it'd be great if he hits like eight home runs this year and seven of them are against Arizona. Okay, so wait. The freaking right. Kansas City Royals with Nicky Lopez as their MVP candidate. No joke. Ugh. Their run differential is minus 29, and they're 41 and 27. My yeah, Chicago so White Sox. Yeah, it has to. My Chicago White Sox are 38-30 and 30 with a plus-42 run differential. 
we are, you know what? I'm glad I'm, I'm really glad I'm looking at this because we're going to win the division based on this. I think maybe team. one move away. Yeah, but what do I need? Maybe a pitcher. Maybe a pitcher. Hey, how's Eduardo Escobar doing? I don't know. Let's take a look. Fine. Someone in the comments I mean, was not happy that we traded him away. How is what's his? How's Lurie Garcia doing? Not well, but he's not playing every day. Uh, Eduardo with, with the emergence is, of Adolis Garcia, there was really no need to start Lurie Garcia every day. <laughs> well, look, you gave me it's actually seven million dollars is really not bad. He's not doing great. He's got a, no. He's got a point nine WAR. He's got an eighty nine OPS plus. Not great. Uh, how about no, normal numbers, so, so people can understand what that means? I'm sorry, I was taken after DVR. I'm like yeah. learning about my OPS plus. Uh, Two seventy four average, uh, three twenty eight OBP. So he's not walking that much, and a four hundred three slugging for a seven thirty two OPS, six home runs, playing every day, and basically a third of the season. Oh wow! All right, yeah, you've every that, day. You've won that trade so far, but we're not playing every day. So yeah, but didn't you know I was going to win that trade? Yeah, but I like Lurie. I needed Lurie Garcia's. Uh, he can play outfield. He can play infield. Hey, listen, stuff. I traded for Danny Santana for that very reason, and Danny Santana's on my bench and playing. You know, covering guys. You know, the, I told you this last week. No more. No more Mazzara is the guy. No more Mazzara is the man. Ooh, carrying me, man. Oh, by the way, the name of the guy from before. Yeah. Not to bring us out of complete order. Uh, Yadiel yeah. Hernandez. Look him up. Yadiel Hernandez. I've heard of that man. Is a beast. I think we. I think we talked about him last talked year. about him once, yeah, on the Brian yeah, O'Grady episode. Yeah, yeah. Brian O'Grady follows me on Twitter now. It was <laughs> a crowning exciting. moment. Yeah. I should trade for him. Who's the Rays? Oh, Dan Barbarisi. <laughs> I wonder how he's doing. Dan's tough, man. Dan's but I, can see, I can't play him. Like, I Greg Bird homered for the first time this week, so it's exciting times. Hmm. He's my hmm. first baseman. Do you guys know in this game what happens if you trade or take a struggling starter and put him in the bullpen? Does he get uh, a I had that same question. Uh, yes, he does. Yes, yes, yes. Look, Dylan Cease was a 45-60. 45 actual 60 potential. I, I let the computer take over the, like, the AI do it once because I was like, wait, what am I supposed to do here? All right, I'll try this. It turned Dylan Cease into my closer. With a 60 actual, with an 80 potential. And I was like, oh, all right. I can either have like a, you know, decent number three or an ace closer. I think I'll take the ace closer. And I put Gio Gonzalez, who's actually quite good in the sim, into my rotation, which is what they wanted to do. He's so old, dude. But I asked Jamie, I said, hey, is this going to hurt Cease long term? But now I'm just like, yo, you're a great closer. Let's just go with that. Jamie, our commissioner. Jamie, our commissioner. Dude. Hernandez is 32. Yeah. And he's... He's young 32. <laughs> what? What? Why? I mean, why? I'm an old 32, so why, just why, the opposite why, why of me. Why is he young 32? Just felt like saying he was young 32. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun show. We should do it at night every time. Yes, All we right. should. Uh, 508. Uh, 439 appearances. Wow. Look at this, man. That's pretty intense. 33 home runs in 439. Yeah. What? Wow, why isn't he playing? He's, he's dude. He's got batting average. Look at his Cuban numbers were great, but it, just in the minor leagues in America, the three seasons, I don't understand he's got a three hundred one average. What? Why isn't he just a star in the KBO? If the Nationals aren't going to give him a chance, why doesn't he just go hit third for the NC Dinos? Well, I mean, last year you could you could have made the argument that they could have sold off Adam Eaton or someone. 
That's and that would open up an outfield spot for him. Can we talk about just real quick? They're not, nobody does that. Nobody opens up a spot. They don't do it like that. I mean, they, they, they don't want Diamondbacks are. Yeah, they are. That's why I was pointing that out. Um, <laughs> Demo day. Adam Eaton trade. We've talked about it once before, but Lucas Giolito for Adam Eaton. And Adam Eaton's a punk. Getting into a fight with Todd Frazier. Still on. Still Remember that? It's the worst rivalry ever. I, I don't care about either of those guys enough to <laughs> even be excited about them fighting. Like They so really stupid. didn't enjoy themselves. Yeah, but dude, who cares, right? Like, aren't isn't that the worst rivalry in modern baseball? Is it a rivalry? It's just like beef. It's terrible beef. It's it's, it's like below Arby's grade beef. I'm a DVR. Can that be? Can that be the the weekly thing? It's below. Ar- can that be the title of the episode, please? Or Arby's? Except nobody's hashtagging that. You know, the well, I want to crap on just, Arby's. I used to love Arby's. Come on now. The problem with Arby's is that like the meat would look metallic. Sometimes, yeah, wouldn't it? That's not good. You don't want a metallic-looking meat. You don't want the you don't want the meat to look a little purple. Yadiel Hernandez is currently hitting four thirteen in the PCL and in the sim, four thirteen with thirteen home runs and a. Are you steal. serious? What are his numbers? Is he like a thirty-five forty? Uh, he's uh, I don't know. Where do I find that on his page? Oh, 40. He's a overall forty potential forty, but those move like those change throughout the season too. Mm. Interesting. Who's is Brick Caroli running the Nationals? I don't, I don't think she is. I let well. Let's if, if she is, she'd be in the the other slack, right? Oh yeah, I'll check that out. I don't see her in there. Um, yeah, that doesn't help me figure out who is running it, but I just know that she's not a part of it. You know, you mentioned this, home runs. So this good. this sim has uh has changed your perception of some players, huh? Yeah, it's, it can help a little bit. Do that. Just a little bit, yeah. But I mean, like for for fan, like we've had the we're in June, we've almost played half a season, and now like let's say baseball announces they're coming back, and you know, opening mm-hmm. day is July fourth. Are you going to look at some of these guys and be like, well, geez, like for me, Bumgarner yeah. sucks. I'm like, why does he like? What's going on here? Yeah, that that would affect this. me. That would affect me. Yeah. Like Mike Miner, Mike Miner sucks in the sim. He's so bad. Um, that'll probably affect Dallas Keuchel. Is very good in the sim. That might affect. Jose Abreu's hurt. Why do I want a guy who's going to get hurt all the time? Well, that was a fluke. He tore his ACL. <laughs> that was ridiculous, too. Jamie had just said to me on the phone, like, not 30. I think I told this on the show. Not, not 20 minutes before he did the same. Well, you know, like, if uh, Jose Abreu goes down with an ACL, and then Jose Abreu goes down with an ACL. That's pretty <laughs> Yeah, laugh it up, fuzzball. I mean, laugh it up, I laugh it up Godfather. It's, it's all right. Actually, it's fine. It's working out fine. I got Danny Santana. I got Edwin Encarnacion playing every day. I was trying to trade him for a couple of days. Like I was like, ooh, why don't I move Encarnacion? And I was like, who the hell wants Encarnacion? Like, who wants him? Who wants to pay $17 million to the guy? Nobody. Which is the cool uh, part about close. the sim. You want him? Me? No. No. Nah. Sorry. No problem. Uh... No, she's not. It's Max Boltman. One of the editors is running the Nationals. Maybe they'll shoot him a note. The Red Wings guy, I think. I think, oh, yeah. I think he's oh, yeah. I think you're right. Nice. Well, anyway, he's running, <laughs> he's running the Nationals. I'm digging it. I'm so, liking this, too. Liking the nighttime uh, the nighttime show. I hope, I hope everybody likes it. I hope people enjoy it. Let us know. Say, hey, we listened to it. You guys are... Ian, stop drinking. No, Ian, keep drinking. Con, Con After Dark is the name of the episode. Yeah. Salty, oh, salty yeah. Dog, Hashtag. probably the <laughs> salty dog secret word. I like that. 
Hashtag hey man, salty we're, we're freaking moving, and I'm not even cursing. I'd be cursing so hardcore if I didn't have to worry about Derek getting annoyed. Um, but we're freaking moving, man. We got boxes. We're carrying stuff. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like those three days. That's like that's serious stuff. You just don't stop. You don't have time. They're coming into the new. They're taking over our house. It was intense, man. But you know, well, hopefully, we, you don't have to move again anytime soon. Yeah, no, I would not expect. I would not expect we're going anywhere for a while. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's the worst no. thing in the world, really. I mean, why? Maybe that's a little hyperbole no, yeah. right now. But yeah. it's one of the. It's, it's not even the worst thing. Even though this, <laughs> this is the week, it's not nearly the worst thing. But it's it's challenging. It's hard. You know, it's hard. It's one of those things in life where you go, you gotta you gotta suck it up. There are moments where it's like this shit. Oh, sorry, here you are. Oh this, man, this <laughs> this stuff ain't gonna move itself. You better lift your ass up. Lift By the it. way. Uh, we should podcast at theathletic.com. We haven't had a mailbag in a while. And I mean, I'm sure people are thinking some things and they have questions about some things. Uh, hit us up. Maybe I'll put a blast out on the website too. Like, just send us your questions. I think That'd you can cool. comment on episodes now. If you're listening on the Athletic app, there's a, a way to do that. Do you know how? I think do people you, listen on the Athletic just, app yeah. or do they just listen on iTunes? It's both. All right. I get that. Yeah, it's both. For a long time, it was just the athletic app. That's actually not a bad setup on the. I mean, you could, it's it's very easy to fast forward and listen to it in double time, which I know a lot of people like to do. Really? Yeah. I, do you like listening to anything in double time? I don't really listen to anything. But when I did, I mean, like, if I, I guess it depends on how you're and why you're listening to it. But we used no, to get a lot of notes when I was CBS. A lot of people get CBS like, look, I listen to you and I listen to ESPN. I listen to the footballers, and we do it all in double time, so I can listen to all of them. So that makes sense if you listen to I more than one. Yes, I guess, I guess, but I don't know, man. I, if you I like, like your that. one, uh, you know, I get you know. But and obviously, like, right. who wants to fast forward Ian Khan's voice? I I, I appreciate that. It's very it probably sounds it's like David right. Seville. It probably sounds normal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then you got five I, times. Can that I give a shout out, like Theodore? I got to shout some somebody out. I want to shout out Scott White, um, who I haven't. You know, your 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 boy, Scott He's your White. Guy. Yeah, he's your boy. Um, and Scott White just put up a GIF Hall of Fame thing tonight on Twitter that it was so much fun to, to look at. It was like all the best GIFs ever. And then if it got 75% yes for the Hall of Fame, it would go into the GIF Hall of Fame. Everyone should check it out because it is like the best GIFs ever. Like all the best ones. Did you vote? I did. I voted on every one of them. And some of them I was like... <laughs> I did. I really enjoyed it. It was a solid. Well, it was was like a three-minute exercise, six-minute exercise, somewhere in there. Hold on, I'm gonna pull this up. It's uh, it's Scott White. He's still going. Yeah, he's won a bunch of writing awards. Oh man, yeah. Like it's got the kid in the Pittsburgh Penguin jersey who's like you know nine months old and is like cheering like he's a thirty-five-year-old crazy person. Like that's very good. Um, All these, they're they're all very funny. <laughs> hey, did great. you just uh, did you vote yes for everything because you're that nice of a guy? No, no, I'm, right. dude, I'm not that nice a guy, really. But like Nick Young, like walking away, like he hit the shot and then it doesn't go in, like things like that, like uh, Homer Simpson's dad, like walking into a bar, taking off his hat, <laughs> putting it back on, and walking out. It's good stuff, man. These are the good <laughs> ones. You got to check it out. Buzzed Ian is the best, man. Hey, man. Maybe, I mean, like, we don't have to do these at 11 at night. We can do these at 11 a.m. if you just drink then. Nah, no, right. no, 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 
No, I have to drink with the wife at the end of the night. We, you know, we like, this is a battle. We got two kids who are in school. We're teaching them all day and working and it's crazy. Imagine the lives you could be teaching is George Washington on YouTube. Well, it seems like that was years ago when you denied that request. But it was like two months ago. I know. It was the beginning of the of the time. I know. This is the time. We'll always look back on this as the time. Wouldn't it be great if baseball does show up? I saw some punk. I know his name, too. His name is Alex Verdugo. Sorry, Alex. You're a punk. Because he said Knuckle that... Head. What's the difference? Yeah. Uh, they're really cousins. All right. They're cousins. Same family. Um but this was more of a punk move than a knucklehead move. Knucklehead is like you, you kind of don't know better. A punk is like you should know better. Eh, that's also a knucklehead. Cousins. But Alex Verdugo said that he wasn't so excited to play baseball without fans in the stands. That he thought it would get monotonous. I don't like that. Like Michael Jordan. Uh, he's being honest. He's giving a nice answer. He's, instead okay. he's like, hey, can't wait. Day by day. I guess, but I guess from my perspective, if your argument is I don't want to be away from my family or the quarantine's a pain in the butt, any of that stuff I respect fully, completely. Um, but the idea that it'll get monotonous, if a 95-mile-an-hour fastball is coming, that's not monotonous, man. It's fun. You get to play ball. You get to have fun and get paid very well for it. But I'm sure if they followed up with like, hey, are you having fun and... Are you enjoying it? He'd be like, yeah. It's just you know, okay. a little monotonous, the same thing day after day after day. Listen, man, we're, we're, I'm just telling you what I saw on the news today. Alex Verdugo. Well, he's Good like a... Uh, guy can hit, though. <laughs> he can hit. Happy Gilmore, when he needs the people to start cheering so he can hit the, uh, hit the golf ball at the start. All right. Hey, can we, can we do a secret, like a, a movie of the week that like we want to recommend or like a quick TV show it's got to be quick though because otherwise people would be like who cares like I've been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm and I've been really enjoying it I, I uh, used to watch it but I hadn't seen the last two seasons and I got back in and been watching it it's really great I'm not going to recommend anything until I see Turn that's my <laughs> you're not seeing Turn <laughs> man I started it <laughs> I did start it <laughs> listen I'm telling you man it takes like five episodes but then you get 35 awesome episodes <laughs> Seriously. First one was good, man. I liked it. There's an actor on that show who is so good named um, Samuel Rukin. I'm telling you, he's there are people right now, Glenn Colton, who will be listening to this, is nodding his head voraciously. Jason Collette just tweeted about it. Like, who is the best villain in the history of television? And Collette tweeted a picture of my friend and colleague Samuel Rukin saying that's the best villain in the history of television. The best villain in the history of television. It's not a spoiler alert, is it? Samuel No, no, no. From the first episode, you'll see him. He's a Harry Potter. Yeah, I guess so. He talks like this. Hello, hello. Oh, hello, Nando. Travel safe. And he, like, kills people. And, like, he's just so creepy and so good. He's, like, the best. He was a counterpart. Yeah, kind of, in a way, in a way, he kind of is. Uh, you no, know, he was in the show called Counterpart. Oh, sorry, I thought I you watched meant that. Simcoe. It was <laughs> I thought you meant Simcoe and, and George Washington because oh, yeah. that he was sort of my counterpart. Like he was the dark, and I was supposed to be the light. You know, like I was the good guy, and he was like the bad guy. But the bad guy was the most interesting character on that show. Just follow him; he's so good. Oh my god, he's good. So humble. I'm good too, man. I hold my spot. All right. Well, I'm excited for this. Yeah. Samuel Rukin. By the way, I saw your other boy on, uh, and now that we're completely off track, on uh, Billions. 
Which seems one? like he's a main character this year. Who's the guy you were friends with who was in House of Cards? You said some nice oh, things about him on the show, like episode four. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Corey Stoll, that boy's good, man. You got to show respect. I like him, Corey Stoll. That's he's he's a really good actor, man. That guy yeah. taught me how to act better. DVR, you know, anything anything IDMB you want to IMDb you want to drop down? Hmm. No, not this week. No. All right. Man. I'm thinking about the gifts now, and I'm I'm already outraged at how some <laughs> of the early quiet. voting has turned come on, out. Come on, come on, come on, yeah, yeah. DVR, tell, like, say there was like one or two. I can't find them, but there was like one or two that I was like, "Are you kidding me? How is that not making it?" Or what? What do you got? The most on. surprising one for me is Philip J. Fry from Futurama with "Shut Up and Take My Money." That one's at sixty-one percent no. Yeah, oh, that's weird. That one's that one's good. Okay, but wait. Let's. Where's Nicholson nodding his head? What number is that? That at? should be a lock. It should be an absolute lock. That it's one sixty-eight point five percent. That's the one that I was like, "Are you kidding me? He's not. That's not a Hall of Famer." Well, yeah. Why don't you start a campaign for it? Just retweet it. And nah. Be like, "Vote yes for this." Gaping Andy Dwyer is a little lower than I would have expected. That's a good one too. Here, there's one here. This is fine. The dog and <laughs> looking at the coffee cup with the fire all around. That's at a solid eighty-five point four percent. That is dude, in that's, the Hall of Famer. It, that's like. The Mariana Rivera of gifts. It's yeah, it's incredible. See, the guy who looks like Goodell, who like opens his eyes and nods. I don't know who that guy is. Oh, I saw an interview with this guy this week. He's like four years ago. He was doing a podcast and they videoed it, and it was no big deal at the time, and it became this uh, this big thing. That's got to be like a ninety percent vote, right? I voted on. no on that one. But I understand why people like it. I, uh, I'm also surprised. Indecisive Larry David only has 58%. Nah, I pass on that. I pass on that. Here's the one that made me so outraged. Are you ready? This pisses me off to no end. Like, all of you can just... Anyone who voted no, I have no respect. Is it sure, Jan? Nah, it's fine. I, I voted no on that. Same. <laughs> Does it... <laughs> the about-facing baby. Where it comes in. The baby goes in. And he turns it like, oh, he turns it around and runs out. How that's not at 100%, I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's wrong with people. Is it in? It's at 54%. It's on the list. Wow. It's embarrassing to me that that's not a win. How is that not a Hall of Famer? It's like the best one ever. It makes me laugh every time I look at it. It looks CGI'd, though. It's not. It's not. That's the kid. Did you vote no, DVR? I, I voted no on that one. Oh, man. <laughs> There's your answer. Because he thought it was DVR. Come on. Uh, he thought it was CGI. <laughs> DVR thought it was CGI. DVR thought it was CGI. DVR. Oh, man. You know. Yeah. Kid's face yeah. isn't even real. Look at his face. <laughs> That's the best. Oh, my God. Okay, well, make sure you check out Scott White's account. That's uh, CBS it's Scott so White. Good. It's so good. North, Northwestern idea, kid is the worst. I, that, that one, I, wish, one? I, I wish I had burner accounts so I could vote no on devastated Northwestern fans yeah, several I times. No on that. I voted no on that. Yeah. This is great. Also, Jonah Hill with the nah, you know, the belong in the gif. How's that even close? You, you think that's a lock that should be in? No. Yeah, I voted no, no on that one also. I voted no. I'm a, I'm a hard no on that one. Sure, Jane, well, no. You know what's going to oh. hurt this is that he's doing it so late at night. If well, he would have done this, like, another, so, yeah, but then he's got to retweet everything. That's all right. He, he, this, this I like. This was fun. I, I even said to Nicole, I was like, "Look at this." This is a show. The kid. She goes, "That's CGI'd." <laughs> See, <laughs> your wife's brilliant. Because, no, she is brilliant, but no, that's not why. 
Well, all right, I gotta go look at these later because you're gonna lose me now for like two minutes, and then nothing's right, gonna right, happen. It's gonna be just yeah. dead air. Well, hey, that was <laughs> well, a, that was I don't a, think that'll be a problem. That was a that was a fun that was a fun show right there, right? <laughs> that was yeah. We've hit just about an hour, and it's the happy hour show, and it's our first go at it. So, holy smoke, we can do this again. Yeah. It was good. I think but so. We need man. feedback at, at least I at guess. least without baseball. I think this was more fun. Yeah, it was pretty fun. I, I have to say. Yeah. Um, all right. Send it, seriously, send us send us your questions. We, we should do a mailbag show because we want to make sure we're not going off the rails all the time and giving you what you want to hear. Uh, and the only way we know is if you write in and tell us. So podcasts at theathletic.com. Uh, if that bounces back, just do podcast at theathletic.com. One of those two. <laughs> yeah, just just email me. <laughs> just send yeah, it to my Fantasypods at theathletic.com. Fantasypods at theathletic.com. And please, if really? you would, like, yeah. give, your, give your opinion about whether you think it's CGI or not. Because I, I just... <laughs> that's bugging me out. Also, James Harden. You know, incredulous James Harden. I like that one a lot. Say, uh, yeah, that one's, that one's not getting as, uh, as much... But did you vote yes or no on that I one? voted yes. I, I like that that's one. That's a yes. That's a full-on yes. I wish I knew what that was. <laughs> I make that face probably three times a day. I'm making that face at Jake Seeley right now for not inviting me to Nando's birthday party. I keep giving these great outs on the show. Just send him that gift right yeah, now out of context. Yeah, do that. Actually, yeah, send him one of these Scott White gifts. Just write CC nah. and at all in kid. Yeah, just just send him incredulous Harden like right now. On, no, you know, no, he'll get mad. No, he'll be upset. Oh, it'll be funny. Come on, so, man. no, he posted about his girl, this girl that he was dating, and you know, and I saw it and I read it and I was like, he. he it was about reality shows and he watches like good TV shows and she's like, Oh, those are bad. And he's like, Oh my God, those reality shows are terrible. He doesn't need that. He's already dealing with that. The girl. Well, I don't know. We're all married. All three of us are married. It's, we're lucky. Happily married too. True. Okay. Well, I guess stuff, poor man. Jake then. Uh, yeah. Let's not give Jake a hard time. <laughs> well, I have to give Jake a hard time. I like Jake very much and he's incredibly entertaining and a genius at fantasy baseball. Really, really good. He's a really good player. Not he just, and, and a really good, and he's a really good, like, uh, he picks up well. Picks up players really well, smartly. He's really smart about it. The waiver wire. Yeah, he's good on the wire. Yeah, but you know what? He overspends. He overspends, though, early. That costs him sometimes. For, That's the only for my in-game, like, if I drafted a team and I had to give it to anybody, yeah. and I won't count Vaccaro because we do it and I know he's amazing, I think it would be Adam Ronis. That guy navigates a team in season better than almost anyone I've ever seen. Ronis also auctions really well. Like I sit with him at GDD every year. Where you 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 you're on the other side of the room with Glenn and Rick, right? Yeah. And Cushing is over there on that side of the room. Gilroy's over there. I'm over there with Ronis. I'm sitting with Ronis, and every time I'm like, look at him. I'm going, how did you get that? That's a really good buy. He's a sharp dude, Ronis. He doesn't drink during the draft. That's why. I don't drink during the draft either. You drink during the draft? Of course. Why? It's at a bar. Drink after the draft. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't drink during the draft. No, but you I know what? It's not one of these imaginary apparently. four and a half hour auctions. It actually goes six hours. <laughs> By the time it's over, my ferry's like, I got to take an Uber home. $40 Uber back to New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But see, I always yeah. drive down. I just drive, and that's the other reason I don't drink, is I drive down and then I park close to full wherever we do it right and then we've done it in different places the last couple of years and then i drive home so i can't drink but also oh, it's a, that's, that's a 
that's a really competitive league, GDD. That's that's a that's a sharky league. Yeah, it is. Because Cushing's fun. in that room. It's, Sharky's good, man. You want to play against it. That's what to go back to. I'm going to bring it back to the beginning again. Yeah, bring it. Finish us off. Crown, Ian. Take us home. I keep. I keep trying. I've given like three three outs already. Um, but but this this is a nice out too. That triple crown of what DVR did. I mean, that's part of what made it so cool. Was that like we were up there against the best players. You know, you, we were battling it out. Who's going to give? Who's going to? You going to go the extra dollar? All right, so am I. You're and that, go my again? friends, is all that matters. It's fun. In fantasy and life. Really? How's that? Huh? Took the ball, uh, spiked it. You really did. I want to thank you all. <laughs> thank you all so much for joining us. If you made it to this part, uh, we love you very much. Like it. It's a good show. Yeah, we love it. Yeah, we love it. Yeah. For the man with the jingle jangles in his glass, Ian Kahn. Yo, this was this was more fun than I expected. For the man with the jingle jangles in his heart, Derek Van Hi, Dad, and hi, Steve G. Thanks for listening all the way to the end. <laughs> that was a compliment, by the way, the jingle jangles in your heart. Uh, I'm not a Dofino. Make sure you hit us up with the mailbag. We're here to serve you, and we'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Stay safe.